The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, The Power of Water and Water Life Science. Should be a lifestyle on the whole planet Earth, is how you live with the water and your water life science lifestyle every day should be a priority. The reason I have this talk show, The Power of Water Through the Years, in this 10 years, is because of the concern I have had, because I have been in water research for almost over 30 years. I am the founder of Biologic Aqua Research Center, Water Life Science, for 25 years. And our products that we put to the mar- in the market to supplement the problems of water vapor in the air is that the priority to the radio talk show that we have is to focus with the rest of the planet on the concerns and the crisis that water was never given the priority of life to live until you don't have it. But there's another, there's another serious disadvantage you've had. You did not know, or you forgot, that you're walking water, living with the water vapor of the air. Earth has lived for billions of years with the water vapor of the air as its priority to life. Earth made it a priority to live with water. The nature, the organism of life, earth. And when you look outside your door and you walk on the earth and you get up every day, you must remember you're living with a living organism, the planet earth, that cannot survive without water, fresh water. Now, the story I've said over and over again, that water vapor was around the earth first. And it was evaporating mist, a mist in the air. But the evaporation got heavier and raindrops came down, bigger drops. And then that's where we're at today is because those drops came down. Earth took its cycles. It lived through trials and tribulations to get where it's at today. But for some reason, I think it's shocked the faith of all Earth is the water, that you have not been reminded that you're walking sponge. You are water. That when you were born and you were in your mother's sack of water and you came to live with the water vapor in the air and the water vapor is what keeps you alive 
but that's what keeps Earth alive. The inside of your body behind that skin, a living organism of water, is a, is a life of water behind that skin where every organ in your body has a percentage of water it must live with. Your brain is 80 to 85% water, and in the or a mother's sack, the brain and the eyes connect at the same breath of moment. The surface of the eye is 99% water. The rest of those organs are all in there, living with water, with fancy names, molecules, cells, and we could go on and on. You're confused. And I'll bet you, if I put a lot of doctors in a room and I get them to explain their life and water, they'd start talking about all these different words that they learned in medical school and that they're in the books to try to explain it. When it comes down to, it's water. Water. And without it, you can't live. And you haven't been told the priority of it. You're confused. You're not misled. You haven't been asking any questions. The word moisture. You really believe that moisture is a cream, a lotion, a potion, a formulated product, a concoction? No. Moisture is water. And that's what this show is about. And water life science. Many years ago, when my, the first product we put on the market was because I was so concerned about melanoma. I said, eventually, melanoma will take on the whole planet. And who would have ever known you can get melanoma in the eyes, melanoma in the liver, melanoma in the brain. Melanoma can be anywhere, not just in the skin. Then they came to me and said, could you study the eyes because of the evaporation causing blindness? They were right. I studied it for a year. The evaporation of the eyes is causing serious vision impairment to blindness. But remember, the eyes are connected to the brain. Are we out of control with emotional stress on this whole planet? Yes. That's over-evaporation. We have so much to learn, and that's what this show is about. Bonnie was looking up some different references for me on the benefits of water and energy in water and what you can get from water to drink. And it's, it's a priority on your, the planet. You've got to drink 8 to 10 glasses of water a lo- during the day with no added ingredients and one whole glass at a time. But you need to learn to do breathing exercises first, to breathe in that fresh water vapor and excel the toxin like a filtering system. Breathe in through the nose and push it out through the mouth with exercise. Drink eight to ten glasses of water. Learn the nutrition that doesn't over-evaporate you or make your gut feel like it's heavy. You've got to digest that food that's called nutrition, that's energy. Four, you've got to have moderate exercise and you have to learn number five to sleep like the planet does. When you're learning the basics of water every day and you're living with the sponge of water and the life on the planet, you will be shocked how you'll feel such a natural part of nature to live with the planet because you're teaching, you're treating yourself, 
you're teaching yourself that water life science in your everyday life for your health and the planet is the lifestyle. You should never forget it. Then you will live to be healthier. And the choices here are this. Water helps maximize physical performance. Hydration has a major effect on energy levels from the brain and function. Drinking water may prevent, yes, it's been studied, maybe treat headaches. Drinking more water can help relieve constipation so that if you've eaten wrong, your water will eliminate it. Drinking more water may help treat the kidney stones. Yes, it can. Water helps prevent hangovers. Ooh. Drinking more water can help you your weight loss. We could go on and on and on. Probably even prevent a cold. Maybe even prevent a stress. And then cause have a filtering system of your body. You need to be filtering yourself. Today, I'm really excited about Dr. Marilyn Joyce. We're going to have her on here in a minute. We're going to listen to our sponsor. But Marilyn is going to talk to Joyce. She's going to tell us about her life and what she did when she found out she had melanoma and what she's been doing with her dedication to her professional life ever since. And it should be a really good show today. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. It's going to be launching in China here soon. And I miss to be able, you've been wearing fast face masks around the world to filter out the problems of pollution and contamination in the air, but you haven't had an eye mist for the eyes to be provided, the supplementation to what contamination in the air can cause. Nature's Tears Eye Mist is the trade secret tissue culture grade water with just a mist. Very simple and become very, very exciting for millions of people around the world. Well, listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, and we'll be back with Dr. Joyce. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. I want to introduce my audience to Dr. 
Marilyn Joyce. Dr. Joyce, are you with you? Are, are we with you? Are you with us? <laughs> yes, I am, Sharon. Oh, you're Thank with you, you so too. <laughs> you know, I hate to say this, it's Monday morning. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, I, think I, re- I, had, I had too much relaxation this weekend. I'm paying for it today. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always good to relax. <laughs> well, I think with what you do and what I do, it's a sin not to try to figure it out when you can. <laughs> I totally agree with you on that one. <laughs> now, I wanted to tell the audience about you. Um, for more than 40 years, you have, you're a registered nurse, dietitian. You're, you have your doctorate in philosophy, uh, psychology, biochemistry, mm-hmm. human and nutrition, uh, you've been featured in our audiences and motivational speaker around the country, and and then you've been on major television shows as a, a guest uh, with the topic. Your books, um, Five Minutes to Health, I Can't Believe It's Tofu, Instant Energy, and the key, the Five Keys to Unlimited Energy and Vitality. You're former director of a five-time cancer survivor. Now um, uh, you're involved in uh, many, many, many things, it looks like, in the medical field and the cancer society and more. Tell the audience about your life and how, I always do this with my guests, how did you get where you're at today? Where did you start? Well, that's a really loaded question, Sharon. Yes, it was. <laughs> Monday morning. <laughs> yeah, Monday morning. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's an interesting journey for all of us in our lives, isn't it? And my yeah. life definitely yeah. is no exception because I, I actually started my life as a, a an immigrant from Scotland. I'm a Scots class from oh, a wee place uh-huh. called Oxenlochty in Scotland. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, my dad actually lived and died in Scotland. But, we, you know, we did emigrate over to Canada when I was a little child. But at that very time, my mom was also diagnosed with schizophrenia, paranoid schizophrenia. Oh. And so it was a challenging childhood that caused me yeah. to run away from home at the age of 14. So I was a runaway. Mm-hmm. And I think that mm-hmm. that actually laid the groundwork for a lot of the other issues that come up because... You know, I went through the journey of, you know, reconstructing my life on my own mm-hmm. and getting off the streets mm-hmm. of Toronto and getting an education mm-hmm. and doing all of those things. Mm-hmm. And then in 1985, mm-hmm. when I was at the peak of my career, I was diagnosed first with melanoma. And then mm-hmm. shortly after that, I was diagnosed with stage four uterine cancer. And I was only 35. Wow. Yeah. You now, when literally you were diagnosed, could... Dr. Joyce, when you were diagnosed with melanoma, how old were you then? I was 35. And, and what I learned over the ensuing five years that I went through that journey with cancer going in and out of remission um, was that cancer is actually a, the manifestation of unresolved emotional issues and then compound that with, you know, our, our diet, our lifestyle, the environment we're in. Mm-hmm. All of those factors, of course, play into it. You know, cause pa- mm-hmm. what I teach my own patients and clients is that cancer is really uh, a whole person illness. Oftentimes in our medical world, which was the world I was in before I was diagnosed with cancer, we, you know, you're 
you don't really look at the person as a whole person. You look at the physical part of them or the mental part of them mm-hmm. or the emotional mm-hmm. part of them, you know. And what I mm-hmm. learned during that journey was that we are whole persons and we have to address everything that goes wrong from a whole person perspective, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So mm-hmm. I mean, that's the problem we've so got on the planet right to now. The audience, what you're saying to the audience is that you can't just isolate it in that spot with that diagnosis. It's the whole body that's it's involved. The whole body. With, there we go. Yeah. The organism of your body. You probably heard me talk about the living life of that body yeah. and how it's living with the organism of water and living water. Yeah. And, and you know, doctor, that's where years and years ago I was just startled uh, when I started learning. I wanted to study stress and and write a book on what's causing stress because if a person's diagnosed with cancer, as you know, mm-hmm. I was president of the American Cancer Society for years. Uh, why is it that one patient makes it and the other patient doesn't? And I noticed it had a lot to do with outlook, attitude, stress. Absolutely. So when I started studying stress, I started understanding and where I'm going to go forward today is that evaporation of the body is causing each individual's uniqueness of the organisms, of living life of that water in the body, living with the water vapor to recycle of the air, people don't realize that those organs of the body are living, but they live separately inside of there as, as a whole body of organs. And then if you're diagnosed with a symptom, don't isolate mm-hmm. it. If everything is infected, it's what you just taught us. Yes, everything. Absolutely. I mean, that's the key thing. Our bodies are supposed to be, although most of us are dehydrated, are supposed to be about 80% water. And mm-hmm. with when I work with patients, oftentimes I'll find out that they're just completely dehydrated. They don't take mm-hmm. in enough water. They're not right. breathing properly, so they're not getting water not from breathing. the air. Yeah, it's, it's a whole You noticed I brought that breath. You know, yeah. um, that was something I've learned in the past several years because of some different Chinese holistic scientists that I've been working with in Tai Chi and in Qigong. I started studying the, the, what was that all about, you know, because it wasn't just an idle therapy of practice, uh, no. Tai Chi uh-huh. and Qigong. And so as I studied it and I taught, showed them that thousands of years ago, in China, when they started recognizing that the air you're living with is a living organism of vapor of water, like an electric rod. In other words, you're a walking battery living with it, charging. Yeah. And uh, the Tai Chi Qigong breath, that breathing. Have you noticed, doctor, uh, people don't know how to breathe? Oh, They're that is one of... They, nobody brings it up to them. It's not their I fault. Know. That is the first, you know, in, my, in the acronym energy that I use in Instant Energy, the first E is exhale fully first. And my, mm-hmm. my assistant used to come in in the morning. She was very stressed out. Her husband had had a, a massive stroke. And she would come in and I would look at her and say, exhale fully breathe. first. So, yeah, yeah, breathe. When you breathe out fully, then you can breathe in fully. And she would practice mm-hmm. that. And that was, I mean, she would make a joke about it when I would just look at her in the morning and she'd go, I know, exhale fully first. It became the standard line when she came into the office. But the, the point was that she, she was an example for me of when people don't breathe, what happens to them. And you are so right on, Sharon, when you talk about stress. Stress is, in my mind, 
it is the number one cause of all major illness. And stress is caused by everything. You know, it doesn't right. matter what's going on in your life. You know, the weather could be bad or the, you know, you, what you, you have to, a... What you need to do, what we need to do with this show is you and I zero in. What is, yeah. what is, this, what is stress in that body? Because people are going, stress, oh yes, I get emotional, stress, there's things I don't like, I do like, but they don't realize that your outlet, you're living with that water vapor. From the moment you left that mother's sack of water, you entered into the air of water vapor to keep you alive first. But if you're not receiving enough battery charging with the water vapor, and then you're not breathing correctly, you're not drinking enough water, you're not having the proper nutrition, you're not having the proper moderate exercise and sleeping correctly, your body will go into a stress load of over-evaporation of body water loss to severe dehydration to death. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I wish people would start saying evaporation of the body. Then they'll understand just because you're not so dehydrated to death yet, there is an evaporation process started from the moment you were born and left that sack of water. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that, that, as I said, you know, a few moments ago, that's one of the key problems I find with most of my patients is that they're not getting enough water, they're not breathing properly, mm-hmm. and they're literally dehydrated. And then they wonder why they have headaches, why they can't think straight, why they, they're not losing weight. Why, why they're getting you know, angry or get emotional. Why they're getting angry. Exactly. Why, the, yeah. why they eat what they eat turns into a gut uh, reaction. And, right? Yeah, absolutely. Every problem so that simple. we have. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's so simple. And it, but it's so, for most people, and most people will go and grab a Coke or a a Pepsi or something like that and think that that's going to do the job, but it's not because those are dehydrating as well. They're natural diuretics. You need to have really pure water. And when you breathe, you need to breathe deeply so you're taking in the air around you that is filled with moisture. People are just, yeah, exactly. Well, and then, you know, it's, I, to be fair, and I have you know when I got into the medical field years ago with research, I, I always try to be fair to think, well, why, why is it that they've left that behind? Well, they never, uh, what happened is everything in the medical field became, can it make money? Uh, yeah. Will it be successful as an investment? Uh, will we really want to put money toward this? Whether it's a grant, a foundation, an investor, or whatever it is. So water to them, way back in time, we have to get, start getting into other compounds, more formulations, and, and patents Can it, mm-hmm. to be able to invest in it. And Wall Street then took over. And unless yep. you have a good uh, Wall Street story and enough intellectual property and technology protection investing into your IP uh, protection, water, what is water? And the sure. thing about it is, it's, it's you. I, I, I want to be fair, but to look at it realistically, at the millions of lives that are being lost throughout the whole planet Earth because they're not zeroing in on the evaporation of the body, causing distress to severe dehydration to those symptoms and those diseases that either can cripple you or cause your death. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. Well, there's no money to be made on water, although that's not entirely true in this day and age. Well, we no, have all these different bottles making, of water, right? Yeah. Right. right. Well, and, you know, it's down to now, though, Dr. Joyce. I feel sorry for those water to drink companies because they're only making pennies on a bottle. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But, but again, yes, it is a money maker, and uh, and the potential of it is even more uh, than that, and more technology, like I've learned. But the thing about it is, is people don't realize without those water companies, Doctor Joy, people will say, "Well, they're taking the water from the ground, you know, and they're putting it in a bottle, making money." Have you ever noticed when there's a hurricane, a tornado, a flood, a tsunami? An emergency of any kind, a war or whatever, what do they send in first? Bottled water to drink first. Yes, of course. That's they right. Would. What would they do if they didn't have those companies? Oh, and I they agree send it in making yeah. only penny, pennies on a bottle. Exactly. And well, they're donating all of that water. I mean, exactly. That's the thing. Many at times yeah. donations, right? Yes, right. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. thank gosh they have those bottled water companies. Now, tell us about what you've been learning about uh, energy and nutrition because uh, we that's the other thing we study with evaporation of body water losses. What you eat is how you evaporate and lose more water and severely could be dehydrating. And like you said, many people are dehydrating and don't even know it. Oh, yeah. I mean, the... the when I grew up as a child in Scotland, one of the things that my grandparents did was grow all their own fruits and vegetables. So we mm-hmm. lived on a really wholesome diet of fruits and vegetables, and we were healthy young children, my brother and I. When we moved, when we emigrated to Canada and we got away from eating that kind of food, and it was more meat and potatoes, and, um, and back then, of course, it was a lot healthier than it is today because we feed our animals genetically modified foods, but back then, still moving over from a wholesome diet of fruits and vegetables, which are loaded with water and phytochemicals, antioxidants, vitamins and minerals that are essential Mm -hmm. for metabolism in our body, along with the water that we should be drinking, um, and and the water that's in those fruits and vegetables that we're consuming. Mm -hmm. We're moving into a diet that is devoid of that. We're eating a, a lot of simple carbohydrates, we're eating too much meat, we're eating you know, a diet that just is devoid of the nutrients necessary for metabolism. That's basically what it's mm-hmm. boiled down to. And then we wonder why we're unhealthy. I mean, especially with all of the uh, fast foods. That, I mean, this is just something that when I was a child, it, it was a treat to have a hamburger and french fries once in a while. Today, people are living on fast food three times a day, and they're not getting a mm-hmm. meal that's loaded yeah. with nutrients for, for healthy metabolism and, you I'm know, sure body regeneration. Practice, I'm sure your practice is not only making sure that they're drinking water and breathing correctly, but, my gosh, the nutrition technology Absolutely. today is beyond. Uh, I have in, on my team a lot of uh, doctors, ophthalmologists, and a lot of surgeons on my team, and they're all into trying to preach what you eat. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, What do you think sometimes. about the vegan side of it, uh, the plant life, getting your protein levels out of plants and, and learning how to be a real vegan? What do you think about that? I think that that's an important step because truly 
Um, you know, for, there's many reasons why I would say that, but for one, for sure, a more plant-based diet has actually been the healthier form of, of diet. And mm-hmm. if we look at the blue zones, the blue zone populations, the populations mm-hmm. that live over 100 years of age healthfully, not just live over 100 years of age, but healthfully mm-hmm. live over 100 years of age, they consume almost none, no animal proteins or very, very small amounts. Like what one serving that we would eat in America or in the developed countries, they would, that would feed eight or nine people in a developing country. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, one of the, the blue zone populations uh, is completely vegan. Uh, so there's that aspect. I really believe that we need to be moving towards a much more plant-based diet, if not completely plant-based, in order to be mm-hmm. really healthy. So, you know, um, I, I will admit that I, I am challenged myself sometimes when I'm on the road doing a speaking tour. Sometimes I can't get a really wholesome vegan diet, but that's what I aim for in my, in my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. is to get as much of a plant-based diet as I can, and once in a while I might break down and have fish, which is mm-hmm. the healthiest thing on the planet either these days. But, you know, basically that would be, that would be what I recommend to my clients as well, moving them more to, towards a plant-based diet. There's lots of healthy, wholesome, uh, whole foods, uh, such as quinoa, that are complete proteins. I know that soy is a controversial subject these days, but if you get uh, non-GMO soy, uh, something like tempeh is an excellent source of protein. So it's really mm-hmm. fine learning to eat in a different way that's more wholesome for yourself and the planet. And what do you believe is the protein amount of protein a person should get a day when they're counting it, protein? You know, it, it really, truly, I... I'm not a, a protein brand counter, to be, to be honest. I find that if you can get a protein source with each of your meals, your three meals, and that could be, if you are eating animal protein, it might be an egg and some whole grain toast or some quinoa. Quinoa is a complete protein. So, you know, there's, it's having a protein source with each of your meals and approximately one to two ounces of, if you're eating animal protein, one to two ounces is adequate for a serving. It's not a large mm-hmm. serving that you require. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you're having, say, a plant protein, a cup of uh, quinoa or um, uh, tofu, if you're having genetic non-GMO tofu, um, you know, a cup of tofu in some form. It could be in a smoothie. That's the way mm-hmm. that I teach my clients. It's, more, it's not so much about counting because I think we've spent so much time counting calories and counting protein mm-hmm. grams and counting whatever. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's to move towards a whole food diet where you're not consuming the simple carbs, for example, but you're having whole grains if you're going to have whole grains. And I know this is a controversial thing in this day and age, too. Everybody's moving to the paleo diet where they're cutting out whole grains. But in our culture, um, I I don't really believe that whole grains need to be exempted from the diet. We need to move away from simple carbs and move into complex carbs, which are also uh, higher in protein. And the other aspect of that is when we uh, sprout our grains and our seeds and our our legumes, you actually compound the amount of uh, protein that's available because you're releasing a lot of amino acids that are not released in that or in the form uh, prior to sprouting. So sprouting Mm -hmm. is a really excellent way to enhance your protein intake 
through uh, from from the foods such as seeds, grains, and legumes. We have to have yeah. one break. We only have one break during the whole show. We're going to do it right now, and you can come back and teach them what that means. Sprouting. See, a lot of times okay. descriptions are used. And out there, there's two people that are following you, and there are going to be people wondering, what does that mean? Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back, Dr. Joy. We'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. With just a mist, did you know the surface of your eyes is 99% water? It's like we drink a glass of water, and you brush your teeth, and you do certain things. You now have a method. Uh, It's in the medical field. That is nature's tears eye mist with tissue culture grade water to be able to mist the eyes and give them the nutrition, the balance that they require. When your when your tear film must have a balance of 99% water, what happens when it over dehydrates, over evaporates? You have vision impairment, you have exhaustion, you have stress, you have foggy eyes, you you may have headaches and go all the symptoms you can imagine. It's because the eyes need to be balanced to maintain that 99% water at the surface. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Dr. Joy. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Listening to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinerHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinerHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Joyce, uh, we were talking about all, uh, all of these nutrients, that, uh, methods of different kinds of foods to eat, and then I brought up the fact that well, how much protein and he said, well, we don't probably have to count that, our protein. But when you're trying to get protein in the body with the other nutrients, uh, how does a person, when you brought up something about certain uh, methods, and then you brought up sprouts, uh, what yeah. does that mean to the audience? What sprouting is, and it's interesting because I watched my grandparents doing it, and they didn't call it sprouting per se, but, you know, if you think about a child, you say they're sprouting in the manhood or womanhood. You know, they're growing. But basically mm-hmm. sprouting is a growth process. It's where seeds and, or uh, spores sprout and begin to grow. And we, mm-hmm. another word for that would be germination. But it's really okay. the process of the, an individual organization growing organically and, and growing from a simple, organiza- a, a simple organism to a more complex level. 
And, and mm-hmm. during that process, what's happening is there's this continual releasing of nutrients that are not bioavailable necessarily in the original form of the seed, mm-hmm. the grain, or the, the, the nut, or the, the um, uh, legume, the beans, you know, beans, peas, and lentils, that type of thing. So it's really releasing okay. more protein, and that's a really excellent source of protein mm-hmm. for a person who is a, a vegan, for example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now does that make sense? Yeah, I, I, it does, and I'm, then they'll understand what you were talking about, Sprouting. Um, back to the, you know, on your uh, book on energy, too, for that, for you to talk to us about that. What does a person do to develop their energy, to have unlimited energy? Like, you know, you get out of bed in the morning, and we're all athlete, athletes. We want to get up in the morning, and we want to feel good, get a lot done, and end up the day without being crashed. What do you? What does a person do to get unlimited energy? Well, you know that's a great question, Sharon. Because most people think they get out of bed and they have a cup of coffee and a donut or a bagel or something like that. But the best thing that you can do is before you even get out of bed to create energy is to do a gratitude journal. And I know that sounds completely the opposite of what most people would think of doing. But by doing that, you're actually increasing positive energy versus the negative energy that often we feel, you know, it's like I've I've actually had people say, oh, gosh, it's Monday morning. I can't believe it. I feel like crap or whatever, you know. And I say, you know, Monday morning is the same as any other morning. You just have to get up and create some form of ritual that's going to help you to feel more energized. So one of the things is to do something like a gratitude journal. The minute that you write three to five gratitudes, you start to feel better. It's releasing a lot of good endorphins there. And then when you get out of bed, the the next thing to do is to have a large glass of water. That's the very first thing that I do every morning is have a 12-ounce glass of water to just get my body started moving. You know, we're, you know, and then there's breakfast. You know, my, my grandmother used to laugh and say, in Scotland, they didn't say breakfast. They say break fast. So it's you're breaking the fast, break fast, you know? And so that was the way I grew up, knowing that you've got to have some kind of nutrition. And the best kind of nutrition after you've had that glass of water is to have something like fruit because it's going to go through and cleanse your body at the same time as providing more moisture, of course. And, you know, during that time uh, and throughout the day, I teach my clients to have like that five-minute break of just breathing, so, you know, teaching people to breathe into a count of, well, first of all, you exhale fully first, and then breathe into a count of four, hold to a count of four, and release to a count of four. That's an energizing breath that you can take and do that for about five minutes. And in fact, throughout the day when you're feeling very stressed out, that's a great strategy to put your feet up, put some music on, put a, you know, uh, a timer on for five minutes and then breathe mm-hmm. and just focus on the breath mm-hmm. for five mm-hmm. minutes, just breathing in, holding, breathing out. You will mm-hmm. definitely feel energized and do that mm-hmm. whenever you're feeling stressed. That's what I, that's what I recommend to my patients. And they experience, mm-hmm. I, even when I do seminars, Sharon, it's, I will have them actually do that breathing technique um, in the, the whole audience does it. And we only mm-hmm. do it for about a minute and people will say, mm-hmm. The, the difference in their energy level is unfathomable. It's so much, exactly. so sincerely increased, yeah. Then so when the person is breathing in, breathing in really 
that moisture in the air. In other words, you're living with the water vapor. Absolutely. Living. And then when you pull it in and uh, you push it out through the mouth and you let your, yeah. your fil- uh, Dr. Joyce, you're filtering your body at the same time to get yeah. rid of the toxin and, and the bad stuff. And, but the air, even though we, we say the air is contaminated, but when you pull that in, that water vapor, to live with that water vapor, to be able to pull in, release it out, yeah. let it come out, and do that for certain counts, and like you said, hold, a person doesn't have to even, they can do it sitting in it, driving the car. They can do Absolutely. it walking down the street, and nobody really will know it. Um, Absolutely. You can lay in bed uh, and do it, and nobody, you won't wake anybody up. Uh, you can do it, and it's a good way to go back to sleep. Just oh, you wake up and do your breathing exercises. I am always surprised when people say, what do you mean breathing? Because <laughs> it's never been really a priority to think about breathing. It's true. Yes, people, you know, it's like when I go into the school system and I see kids falling asleep at their desks, mm-hmm. and I say that, that I teach them how to breathe, most of them have never breathed below their their throat, you know, the throat mm-hmm. chakra. They've never breathed deeper than that. They're, they mm-hmm. start coughing because their systems aren't used to it. That's true. Initially. That's true. Yeah. But once well, they learn you know, how to I do took, it. Yeah. One time I took, uh, way back in time, I took yoga. And I took private lessons because I wanted to learn more about it. Yeah. And the lady, when she, uh, Katrina is her name, and I said that she was from England, and I said, oh, my gosh, this breathing, it's painful. <laughs> so I said, when, when I come and do this, let's learn more about the breathing than anything else. And yeah. I found myself just startled how I had never had learned to breathe. No. And I've never stopped since. Uh, uh, whenever I, I, I will do it in the car. I'll do it when I'm walking around the house, and, and, and I'll do yeah. it whenever I think I need uh, to do I, it. I, and I and I have a close friend, Dr. Effie Chow, PhD, well known around the world, all over the world. And she was saying too, if two about a year and a half ago, she had a serious fall. When they got her to the hospital, they gave her some medications and agree. Next thing you know, she had died on the operating table. She came to, they came back. Next thing you knew, another time. And uh, she got through everything. She's doing fine now. But she said if she hadn't learned with her Qigong, her Tai Chi, Mm -hmm. and her methods of breathing, and all that she's learned through her holistic uh, medicine, she is a scientist, a PhD, but she said the body kicks in when you need it because you've already exercised it to breathe. And, of course, she drinks a lot of water. And she believes, yeah. like you and I do, drink one whole glass at a time. Let, let it yeah. absorb. And you Absolutely. eat the proper food. You have the moderate exercise. You learn to sleep. But those five things, the chances that you have are greater to be healthier. Absolutely. And, you know, Sharon, one of the things that the, most people don't realize, too, you know, we hear about pe- women having heart attacks and being dead right away. Well, whether you're a man or a woman, if you feel yourself going into uh, cardiac arrest, if you start breathing right away, you can ward that off. Yeah. So it's, you know, that, and that is a simple process, but m- what do we do when we're, when we're in fear? We stop breathing. What do we do when we're stressed out? We stop breathing. Well, the, the so, body picks a, a, uh, starts to 
tightening of the muscles. Yeah. Because your alarm button goes, oh my gosh, rather than just breathe in, let it out, breathe in, let it out until you. And the other thing I learned, doctor, with the Tai Chi research, that when you take your arms and you move away from your body, like you're almost swimming in that water vapor with a nice stroke, that takes so much tension off of the body. I've had people say, just move the arms away from the body for a minute, and they'll go, oh. And then if you learn to breathe, and and then, you know, your body just all of a sudden is living with the organism of life like a battery is charged. That's what we are, a walking battery, that people will learn that uh, what you're teaching them because all of a sudden you're living with the planet Earth and you're not just living in you. And now, in fact, I've said many times, way back in time, Doctor, the faith of our planet began with different religions and different faiths, but every one of them agree that water and living with the air we're living with is our faith, that there's something more powerful away from you out there in that breath than there is inside of you. And once yes. people learn to live that way and reach out to that face and that breath, keep working, not slow down. You can do it, but you, you have to learn that you're living with the planet Earth and, and the water vapor, the way the Earth is living with the water vapor, and you look out the door it's all having to survive, too. But have yeah. you noticed that the earth is going through a lot of symptoms, too? They oh, forgot absolutely. They forgot priority. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, Sharon, it's interesting as you're speaking, what always comes up for me is the fact that one of the benefits of having learned, for me, it was yoga that was my primary uh, education back in the 70s. I went to India, and I spent a year and a half immersed in it. And what I really learned was as I traveled around the world and ended up there was that the indigenous tribes around the world always saw themselves as one with the planet, you know, one with mm-hmm. everything around mm-hmm. them. And what we've mm-hmm. done in our world is we see ourselves as a separate entity. The minute that we begin to become one with, what, what, with our environment and with everything around us, that's when we will start to breathe more fully. We'll start to expand our bodies and, you know, raise our arms up and out from the body and take in the breath of life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's all about really coming to terms with the fact that we are, in fact, one with everything that exists. And when we do that, that's when we'll, one, take better care of the planet as well as taking better care of ourselves. Right. And then the nutrition becomes a ceremony of, yeah. of living with the planet and its ceremony of how it lives. You know, um, our, our research center is going to be studying more and more in time the plant life related to the human life and all life because you can see that plant and how it's living at the spot of where it's yeah. living. And if you don't take care of that plant, and you don't nurture that plant, it, it'll look sickly. It'll look yes. o- overly dehydrated, evaporating to death. Uh, if if yep. you've got to look at yourself like you would a plant, and if, you haven't, if you're not willing to enjoy that, what is life all about but enjoying your relationship with the planet Earth? And that's not being a tree hugger. That's just appreciating what has been given to us, how to live, and what we can Absolutely. learn. Absolutely. Although I, I do, um, 
do a lot of tree hugging myself. (laughs) (laughs) I know what I meant is, I'm in Oregon. And we have these people who chain themselves up to a tree. Oh, yeah. And they think they're they're really environmentalists. And all I can think about many times, Dr. (laughs) Joe, is they don't know what a real environmentalist is, like probably you and I. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I agree completely. (laughs) Yeah, you don't. And the one thing our planet has to do is we have a relationship with it. Don't go one extreme or the other. Try to yes. get eco eco balance. That's what's called yeah. eco balancing. <laughs> right. <laughs> now you've had other books uh, out there. That uh, your first book was which one here now? Uh, uh, it the was minutes five minutes. No, yeah, the five, five minutes, minutes to help. Yeah, that and was actually, your first one. Yeah, that was my very first public book. I had written a lot of books for the government of Canada when I was up there. Uh, but they were mostly research-based um, uh, directories. But uh, mm-hmm. when I wrote my first book, Five Minutes to Health, it actually was just one of those things where I had written a program that was used at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America when I was the director for the centers. And mm-hmm. the, I went on a TV show, and the, the uh, TV uh, interviewer had kept mentioning a book called Five Minutes to Health, and I kept saying to her, I don't have a book. I don't have a book. She kept saying, I don't have a book. So, so I wrote yeah. the book, and, and it, it actually uh, became a bestseller because it was just one of those books that was a, a, bit, a bit ahead of its time, but it was really uh-huh. addressing five-minute strategies, which is what I'm about. And my clients mm-hmm. and patients call me the master of five-minute healthy strategies, and basically what I've done is taken complex systems and reduce them into five-minute strategies that anyone can do anywhere, anytime. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, from there, I, I did write a book, Laugh at Stress and Love Life, which is not available at the moment, but we're looking at revising it and putting it back out. But the book that really has been uh, a huge success is Instant Energy because what I've done is taken everything that I've mm-hmm. ever, you know, put together for patients and put it into mm-hmm. one manual, basically. Mm-hmm. That's what it mm-hmm. is, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, hundreds of strategies. And then you got it, uh, you, you wrote a book about tofu. Um, yes, I did. did. zero in to tofu? <laughs> you know, that's a really wonderful question, Sharon, because what happened was I was working a lot with um, tofu companies and okay. trying to make sure that they stayed uh, GMO-free. This is before GMOs mm-hmm. became such a big buzzword. But I was mm-hmm. basically hired... Uh, in this lab to make sure that their products were GMO-free. So in mm-hmm. the process of that, I put together all the recipes that I had used with my own children who were not able to consume dairy products. I adopted my mm-hmm. children. They were from different parts of the world, and dairy was not uh, an option for them. So I had to learn how to, one, make tofu because I, I, that was back in the day when you couldn't just walk into any store and buy it. And then, mm-hmm. two, how to use it in ways that were unique quick and easy ways like tofu, mm-hmm. shakes, smoothies, dips, spreads, desserts that were easy mm-hmm. to make and, you know, because tofu is basically a chameleon and you can mix it with anything and it takes on whatever flavor. And so that's what happened. I put, I kept getting asked for these recipes and I thought, you know what, let's just put it all together in a book <laughs> <laughs> and have it available for anybody that wants it. Yeah. And it was a huge, the, the interesting part was it was as big in Japan as it was over here. And the mm-hmm. reason was because most Asians 
got used to just having tofu as the way that you see it in soup or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, a, a savory dish mm-hmm. or, or made into mm-hmm. a meat-like structure. But I right. was taking it and making it into unique five-minute recipes that anyone could enjoy and not mm-hmm. even know they were consuming it. So they were getting now, protein what's your, source. What's your, favorite, what's your favorite one with tofu? You know, my favorite way to use tofu is to either blend it in my, my Vitamix machine with uh, vegetables as a soup or to blend it with fruit as a, as a smoothie because it's so quick and uh-huh. easy and flavorful. Yeah. You know, you can add, uh, I like. So you'll yeah. blend it with, uh, to make a smoothie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I particularly love to blend it with berries. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you've got a huge uh, load of antioxidants and phytochemicals along with a tremendous amount of flavor. So you've got mm-hmm. tofu and a uh, mixture of berries. I like fresh berries, but if you can't get fresh berries, the frozen are the next best. I would never use canned mm-hmm. anything. But, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, fresh or frozen berries. And then, you know, just um, mixing in maybe some... Uh, I'll, oftentimes I'll like... I'll, I'll, Pardon me. I'll add some almond milk or something to that mm-hmm. to give it a more mm-hmm. flavorful uh, base. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody right. needs to, you know, if somebody is really low, losing weight quickly, maybe due to an illness or due to stress, I'll actually recommend that they add some almond butter to that. You know, some organic uh-huh. almond butter because that will uh-huh. add calories and it'll add really dense nutrition as well mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. healthy fats. You know, so okay, we only have a minute left. We only have a minute left. For you, how do people find you? Do they go to the, can they go to the website? Well, you know what? I actually have put together a free gift for anybody if they go to Five Minute Energy Tips, and they'll be able to get um, ten of my top tips. And it's uh, again, it's the the number Five Minute Energy Tips dot com, and at that page, they will get. 10 of my top tips. So ah, that, okay. Yeah, they can okay. download that, that okay. tips page. Well, this and is our lifestyle for the future. Everything is changing. Um, uh, there's yeah. going to be a new lifestyle throughout the earth, and people are going to be reaching out to what you have to teach. And, and uh, can you learn enough? It's impossible. I want to okay. thank you Absolutely. for joining us today. You are a very good guest and very informational. Uh, I wish you well. And let's do this again sometime, Doctor. I would love to, Sharon. Thank you so much. You're just an absolute joy to share the time with this morning. So I thank you so thank much you. for having me on your thank show. Thank you for saying so. You be well. You too. Thank you. And have a nice day. Bye. You too. Well, I think you've learned a lot today. Dr. Joyce said she had had cancer and she got in remission. She'd gotten it again. And she got herself in remission. She's a practicing uh, nutritionist and psychologist and biochemist. Has she come a long way with all her dedication to what she's doing, traveling the earth? You know, there's so much that you all can do to be doing what you're doing, to learn more and share more. I want to thank you for listening. Embrace your life. Every special moment. It's special to you, but it's special to others. Embrace theirs too. But earth whispers. Don't say goodbye. Do something very special to leave something of yourself behind for all those generations of children to come to know you cared. I want to thank you for listening. You have a nice day. 
and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. 